and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How goes it? Oh, you know, just living the dream. Yeah. Another day here at the uh, podcast studio. Gotta love it. That's right. Always fun. And speaking of living the dream, there's a lot of people living the dream lately. Probably have visions of gold and silver and bronze. Yeah. Running marathons and boxing people and... The old Greco-Roman wrestling. Greco-Roman wrestling. Uh, We actually were joking. Could you imagine some of our army folks wrestling WWE style? In the Olympics. Olympics. Because the Olympics start... Well, actually, the Olympics are going on right now. Yeah. And one of the big events that we have some army folks in is Greco-Roman wrestling. Greco-Roman wrestling, yeah. And I love how they specify the kind of wrestling. Yeah. Because The Rock might show up. (laughs) And... and I'm sorry. Our our army folks are really strong, but I don't know if they could take The Rock on. Oh, I have more faith in them than The Rock. The Rock is a giant. (laughs) Yes, but... But our soldiers have been fighting wars and winning for over 200 years. That's so true. So I think they faced a few rocks in their days. Yeah. I was going to say, um, so all of our listeners out there, pay attention to social media over the next uh, few weeks. Or by the time this airs, it'll have been going on for quite some time. But we'll post about it on social. And we'll share all this Olympic stuff uh, involving our service members. So you guys could check it out. That's right. Because we uh, we've got... Uh, just that there's a lot of them here, just a few. We've got um, Sergeant First Class Elizabeth Marks doing Paralympic swimming. We have Sar- uh, Staff Sergeant Naomi Graham in women's boxing. Yeah. I bet she could take on the rock. Oh, I bet she could. I have I no doubt. wreck him. But I mean, you know, she's a boxer, so that's pretty awesome. And she's a Staff Sergeant. Yeah. I feel like that just that, spells it, doom it for the rock. Up a notch, yeah. But we also have lots of other um, Olympians who are military, not necessarily Army. And uh, a big one is a local guy, uh, oh, yeah. Brad Snyder, mm-hmm. Paralympic swimming. He went to the Naval Academy, and he lives in the area still. So yeah. keep 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 your uh, keep watching. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to them making some headlines, which will be really cool. Really great for the military too, just for people to see, like Americans to see, you know, our servicemen and women you know, dominating in their respective sports and fields. Right. And we also got a lot of service members who are coaching as well. So yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. You know, I'm sure, Joe, you're experiencing more cars on the road. I know I have, but it really just, it doesn't have to be that way. That's right. You know, you can still get to work. You can cut down on traffic and help out in the, with the environment all at the same time, yes. which is pretty cool. Yes. Um, and it doesn't have to cost you anything. And I think that's going to be a kicker for a lot of people is, is being able to support all of those things and not have to really fork over too much money. Right. So today we're talking with Jessica Charles Allen, an Anne Arundel County Rideshare Coordinator. Well, Miss Allen, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so for our listeners who don't know what rideshare is, what, what is a rideshare? So rideshare is one or more people sharing the same commute. Yeah. It could be to and from work. It could be to and from games, events. Well, right now we're focusing on you guys getting yeah. to yes. and from work. Yes. And you guys sharing rides um, with rideshare. There's more benefits in it fuel cost savings, you know, 
It saves you wear and tear on your vehicle. It reduced traffic congestion, which is the which is, biggest yes, thing yeah. here. That is absolutely the biggest thing here. And, you know, there's, you know listen, folks, there's 67,000 of us. It's a lot of us. And, <laughs> and I'm sure if we look close enough in our communities or in our neighborhoods, there's probably a few more folks that work here that we could be working out some carpooling, some ride sharing, and, and, and all that. And so... So, Jessica, talk to us a little bit about, like, what you do, because you're the rideshare coordinator for Anne Arundel County. So if I, I call you up and say, hey, I want to stop using my car all the time. I really enjoyed that no traffic on the road during the <laughs> pandemic, and I want to I want to be part of the solution here. What, what would you tell somebody? Okay, there's a couple different options. The first option I would give you would be the Commuter Connections database mm-hmm. that is ran through WashCog and D.C. They have a database filled with over 20,000 different commuters that, you know, from the D.C., Virginia, Maryland area that use, utilizes this to find different people who have the same route as them um, yeah. to and from work. And these people commuter mutual locations and necessarily does not we don't promote people addresses or anything like that it can always be you know a neutral location a safe location where you guys can be be a parking ride or something of that sort that's you know very close to your area where you could find a van pool to come to the base or very very close to the base right yeah and I kind of like the idea of that that app and just looking up. So I could just get on it and look and find those 10 people in my apartment complex yeah. who are already driving here. And and then what? That just allows me to connect with them and say, hey, mm-hmm. let me let me pitch in the gas money yeah. and, and here we go. There is um, a lot of different people run their carpools a little bit differently mm-hmm. um, depending on cost. They might um, share costs or split costs equally at the end of the month. Um, they might use their subsidies. Different companies give... Um, employees commuter benefit subsidies in order to pay for you know parts of the van pool so there's not too much of an out-of-pocket cost yes um, well let's talk about like you're talking about the van pool and subsidies because I recently just learned about these yeah and learned that that you know here at Fort Meade you can take advantage of these subsidies so my understanding van pool is your 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 group you get a group of so many people together and it it can vary depending on which program you're using and how many people and you get a van mm-hmm. so to speak and then amongst that little group you use that van to get to and from work sure it can mm-hmm. that can work in different uh, completely different ways if no one wants to use their personal vehicle then you could contract with commute with enterprise they build customized yeah. vans for you know your group if if that's a route that you want to take right another route could be someone in the group could have a van Mm -hmm. and say they opt out of the cost because they're using their personal vehicle where everyone else will pitch in for the cost of that van as well so that works you know as many different ways you can do it right and but you can get federal subsidies so yes so i'll tell you real quick and we'll put this in the show notes, but the guy at Fort Meade here that you need to talk to, his name is Russell Riley. So he's our benefits, our transportation benefits coordinator. And there's some some forms. It's not a lot to yeah. fill out to get these subsidies. But then what if I so I fill out this form with our guy Russell here, what does that get me? Okay, so depending on what program um, he enrolls you in, there's a couple of different ones. Okay. You have, if you're doing a van pool, you have something called pool rewards that comes from WashCog, the same 
place communal connections that runs the 20,000 people database that right. I was just talking yeah. about. They give people up to $200 for any start of a new van pool. Oh, the only okay. problem with that is it's only it has to be between 7 to 10 people in right. order to get right. that subsidy. Right. Sure. So, um, and people are probably still being a little cautious right now. Of course. Post-pandemic. Yeah. But yeah. Right, with so many people um, going. But there's other subsidies that we have. Yes. <laughs> there is other ones. Tell me more, Jessica. We, we like those, yes. <laughs> we have a flex time um, rewards program um, if you, if you're, um, if your organization or your group allows you to flex your time that you could come in instead of having everyone come in at 8 o'clock, they can have you come in either at 9 or 9.30 to try to Try to decrease okay. the congestion right. of During the peak gate times. so much. Peak right. time. Yeah. And it's called a flex time rewards. And then that, by you being flexible with your schedule, even coming in a little bit later, coming in a little bit early, leaving sure. a little bit early, yeah. leaving a little bit late, yeah. they give you rewards towards that. So you can earn cash prizes. You can earn gas Ooh. cards. I like that. You can <laughs> earn... Um, <laughs> pick me up on your way for Many different things. <laughs> it, it's so awesome. And... um. And definitely Community Connections is a big, big resource for all of these commuter benefits and incentives. Another incentive program that they put out there is something called Incentra. Now, that is like a point system. Okay. Okay. They track your... They definitely track your your, route. your commute yes. from home and here mm-hmm. or wherever you may work at, and you build points. And those points, you can win cash. You can yeah. win gas cards. You can win easy pass credits. Yeah. You can win so many different things, you know. And they're just basically an incentive program to give people, you know, the opportunity to try out van pooling or carpooling. Yeah. Um, if you don't have seven people that you work with and you still want to carpool a van pool, try the Community Connections database. Yeah. You know, there's thousands of people that, you know, uses, utilizes yeah. it. And so. I mean, even even if everybody got with like two or three or four of their friends, and I mean, I could fit, I could fit four other people in my car. Yeah. That's four cars I alone could take off the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we... That you know, it's just do the math. I'm not gonna do it because I'm not a math person. But like, come on, y'all, y'all get it right. Yeah. That if we enough of us do it, you there's know, a lot less cars. A on the lot road. less cars on the road, and you know, traffic around the fort, huge issue. Oh yeah, huge issue. And I'm, it may change. I hope it changes with yeah. whatever work is going to look like here post pandemic and everything. Um, and I did want to point out. So when you were talking about the benefits and the subsidies, so Russell Riley's the guy for for Fort Meade. But if you work at NSA or if you work at DISA, you have your own benefits coordinator. Right. Yeah. So check in with that person. And it's I think it's all the same type of stuff. We don't have anything special over here at, at the garrison, so to speak. But you do, if you're at some of those bigger organizations, you do have a, a transportation benefits coordinator yeah. there. So check within your organization first. And then, you know, probably give Russell a call and he could help you get squared away for Definitely. sure. Definitely. Ask him about the commuter pre-tax benefit as well. That gives you the right to pull out, a, you know, up to, I believe, $200 out of your actual paycheck before it is taxed. So you actually save on pre-tax. I mean, you save on yeah. taxes on your paycheck right. oh, okay. because you're pulling that money out. So that's less money that the government taxes. Okay, in a sense, you know, interesting. Yeah, and what I and I like about all this too, aside from getting the roads cleaned up a bit, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'm starting to notice. 
that it's taken me a few extra minutes to get to work. So obviously we're getting back to the office and everything. But I do like that there is a cost savings too. Yeah. You're saving wear and tear on your car. And that start-stop traffic is horrible for mm-hmm. your car. And, you know, so, so consider all of those things. And I know it's like, well, you know, I don't know what time I'm going to leave for sure and things like that. Like, we all just need to stop with the excuses. There's a few of us here in the installation that get to, to pull that card, but I think for the most part, well, we're all adults. We can, you know. we can, we can do it. You yeah. know, I pretty much come and go at the same time yeah. every day. And if you have to wait a few minutes, like I know, if you work at DISA, y'all got that really nice cafeteria downstairs. <laughs> go grab a coffee and wait for your buddy to get off work. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure over at the NSA, there's probably a nice little coffee area. Same thing. You know, so just consider that, you know, those few extra minutes. I get it that at the end of the day, like, we just want to go. I just want to like, go. I just right. want to get home. Yeah. And I get that. But at the same time, this has a lot of benefits just for our national security yeah. around the installation. I mean, traffic is a national security issue. Yeah. I mean, commanders talked about that many, many times. That's not a secret. Yeah. You know, so we can help with that. We can help with the environment. Yeah. I mean, we have seen the environmental benefits of not having cars on the road during yeah. the pandemic. You know, exactly. And and save a few bucks. Oh yeah. I mean, it's that's not the best selling point that that there are subsidies out there, chances to win prizes. They're literally rewarding you for carpooling and van pooling. Right. You know. I mean, so even if even if all those other great things like reducing carbon footprint, reducing traffic, because I mean. If that doesn't sell you on the idea, reducing traffic would be incredible. I Who doesn't s- want to get to work faster? Or I went somewhere the other day, time? and I was just, I was like, just going. It was like a non-busy traffic time. Yeah. And I went on to, on to 50 by chance, and I was all backed up. I was like, what are you, what are we doing? <laughs> What's going on? I was like, what? I, I was like, I think, I think we're just all back on the roads. And yeah. I mean, I was out there too, so why am I yelling at everybody else? But <laughs> it was just a surprise. I didn't really... Expect to see that. It was a bit yeah. of a shock that, yeah. that we're back on the roads. Well, Jessica, so we've been talking about Anne Arundel County ride share, and a huge portion of our workforce does live here. But do other counties and communities, do they have similar programs? Does using the commuter connections require you to live in Anne Arundel County? Because we have workforce that lives in Virginia and, oh, yeah, and no. everything. So um, Virginia actually has it good. Because they have something called Van Puyo Alliance, and I think mm-hmm. that subsidy gives them up to $270 per oh, wow. Van pool that they start. So they are actually in a better, a little bit better position. Because <laughs> um, here in Maryland, they won't allow us to use that type of benefit. So that is for Virginia only. Okay. But yeah, there's me and there's different coordinators throughout Maryland. We all come together. We all use the same database. We all promote the same ideas with commuter connections, the incentive trips, the commuter benefits um, with uh, Commuter Choice Maryland. They actually okay. have some really good resources on there as well. And then another thing that I really wanted to point out, sorry to get off topic, no. but if you do van pool or carpool or you take Metro or, you know, the Crofton Connector or mm-hmm. the, you know, the Odenton Mark, right. if you take mass transit in any kind of way, van, carpool, van pool, you are in a program, I mean, are able to utilize a program called Guaranteed Ride Home. Okay, so say yes. if your van pool ha- leaves at four, mm-hmm. but your commander or your supervisor says, I need you to stay until six. Yeah. Oh well, right. I just 
I'm losing my love you, Joe, but I ain't saying that long. Right, home. But this is a way that if you did vanpool, you do not have your vehicle, or say the buses are not running on the base at that time. There is another program through Community Connections that makes you eligible for it, and it's called Guaranteed Ride Home. Now these people will pay for your ride home up to four times a year for free. That is if you get sick at work, if you have to stay later, or if a family member or close like a child or something mm-hmm. like that got sick at school mm-hmm. and you van pulled in or you took the transit in, you could actually utilize this program to yeah. get home. That's that's, that's amazing because I think that's cool. one of the big things for people is well, what a what a yeah there's a lot of what you know and and we get that a lot here. Um, so it's nice to know that if you know maybe. The spouse is gone for a week and you're in charge of everything and you're still van pulling. You have an option if something comes up to yeah. still get home no matter what. And I think that's that's huge to let people know that. So she's really taking away our excuses, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like like I'm sitting here thinking, well, I just I need to get home. I'm Joe's not me. Joe's not waiting for me. <laughs> oh no, no, Sherry, you've got this guaranteed ride home. Yeah, Joe's got a much longer drive <laughs> to get home. Yeah. yeah, Joe's definitely not waiting for Sherry to get off work. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I love it. So a lot of our folks listening to this, if they call you and say, hey, I live in Howard County or I live in Prince George's County, can you hook me up with my rideshare person? You'd be able to help them out. I definitely can. Oh, yes. that's cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I definitely can. And you could also research your your region's uh, TDM or rideshare coordinator from the Commuter Connections database. Oh, that's fantastic. Trust me, they have all of our information. That's great. Email, yeah. phone number. And you could just, you know, they have us categorized by county on their website and um, by state as well. Okay. Great. So you can Google Commuter Connections, and I'm sure it'll pop right up, and you can look find what you're looking for. But we've yeah. talked about a lot of resources and links. Uh, Jessica gave us a really great document that we're going to make available on social media, hopefully. Yep. Yes. And we're also putting a lot of the links and stuff in the show notes, especially Russell Riley's, who is the benefits coordinator who can get you all those subsidies and free monies. Free and money. then, of course... Jessica's contact so that way you can get more in tune with the rideshare and get connected with your county if you don't live here in Anne Arundel County. So, so Joe, do you know anybody in Frederick who commutes over here to Fort Meade? I don't know, but I'm going to start looking. I know. I think I'm, I am too. Yeah. I think I'm going to try and commit to like carpooling a couple days a week. It's it's a great idea, and and like and like you said, like you brought up about you know with the pandemic changing how we do business. Even if you had a pattern before, that's completely changed now. Right. Yeah. So now you can build a new pattern for how you yes. come to work and yes. how you go home. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. You don't have a lot of excuses. Jessica's going to hire you over at Rideshare. Yeah. You'll be the new sp- spokesperson. I could be the coordinator. Well, I don't want to take the coordinator in Frederick's job, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you wouldn't need to commute to Fort Meade every that's day. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> No, Joe, you're not going anywhere. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Jessica, thanks so much for joining us today. I think you've given everybody listening a lot to think about and ways that we can, again, not only improve our commute, save a few bucks, save some wear and tear on our vehicles, save the environment. Like, look, man, we're saving the world every day here. And now here's another way we get to do it. So, So thank you for being here. And everybody, give Jessica a call. She'll hook you up. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey Team Mead, here's what you need to know to stay in the know. Our next Garrison Town Hall is Thursday, July 29th at 5.30 live on Facebook. 
Digital Mead wants your content. Is there something cool and exciting happening in your organization? Maybe there's a big event coming up and you can have it published on Digital Mead. Digital Mead is the one-stop shop to get you connected to what's happening on the fort. Go to the website and click on the email icon at the top of the page to send us your content. And outdoor enthusiasts unite. Mullins Field is open, so go celebrate with a few laps around the brand new track. For all this and more, you can go to our website, home.army.mil forward slash mead. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net. If you search Fort Mead Declassified.